Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Round 12 is done and dusted. Indigenous round. One of my favourite rounds on the Rugby League calendar. It was sensational. A lot of in, of our Indigenous players lit up the screens. I thought Baker Boy and all those promotional stuff, it was fantastic. That image of Greg Inglis diving over for that try, turning into the Goanna, I thought it was unreal. And some of those clips where they combined some of the greatest Indigenous talent we've ever seen where, you know, there was someone running and then it flipped to someone else and it was just seamless. I thought it was fantastic by Fox League. Uh, probably one of the lowlights was, of course, I think it was Saturday night. It didn't affect me, but I've had a lot of people message me. Of course, Fox League and KO, they were both down. So a lot of people missed. I think it was the South Sydney Rabbitohs and then the Roosters game as well. So uh, pretty shit form there. Very disappointing. But uh, these things do happen. I was lucky that I wasn't in that basket, thankfully. Uh, but Indigenous round, another huge success, as it always is. And as I said, Baker Boy and all those, uh, that, that, that whole production, I was so impressed by it. I thought it was unreal. And uh, round 12 kicked off on Thursday. Thursday night uh, with the Melbourne Storm and the Brisbane Broncos going head-to-head. The Melbourne Storm won this one 40 points to 12. Uh, a huge performance by the usual suspects out of Melbourne. Obviously, guys like Cam Munster, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, Harry Grant, these are just like superstars of our game are still missing. They just keep on producing, scoring 40 points once again. Most of it coming off the back of Nico Hines and Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith was unreal. He scored the first and the last try in a game. Not very often you see that. And some of his other touches were unbelievable. Nico Hines, once again, we've been talking about him for a long time, saying that this kid is going to be a superstar. And I'll tell you what, the writing is on the wall now. He has been so impressive over the last few weeks. He's going to be worth an absolute mozza over the next few years. It's, it's amazing to think that he is going so well. He's probably the form fullback of our game right now not named Tom Jerojevic and he's probably the third best fullback at this club behind Munster, behind Pappenhausen you could even potentially tell me behind Hughes as well. So an incredible system they're running down there. This team, they are simply unbelievable. Supercoach wise, anyone that had Nico Hines, wow. 
You've done yourself some huge favours over the last few weeks. 156 he scored on the weekend. I haven't got the stats in front of me now, but his three-game average must be like 120 out. It could even be higher. He's been unbelievable the last few weeks, Nico Hines. A few of my mates mentioned this to me three or four weeks ago about getting Hines in, and I went against it, and my God, has it cost me. I just keep on dropping down those rankings every week. Brandon Smith, we mentioned he was sensational. He scored 110 in Supercoach. George Jennings out on that right edge, 73. Jerome Hughes, 65. Tui Kamikamika who I think is going to play a critical role in this side moving forward. 60 points there. The Fox with a 57. Cooper Johns came in, scored his first try, knocked up a 53. Dale Finucane, 48, still making his way back in. Uh, a guy that's pretty relevant to, relevant to a lot of people, Remus Smith, 34. Another guy that a lot of people potentially brought in, Tommy Eisenhuth. He came, only came out with 17 points, of course. Had a HIA that hurt a lot of his owners. For the Brisbane Broncos, Tavita Pangai Jr., a solid 62. Uh, the biggest plus for Tavita Pangai Jr. owners is that he's obviously missed New South Wales selection, uh, which a lot of people were worried about. I personally didn't think he was going to get picked. Um, but if you have him in Supercoach, that's a huge win for you because he is, of course, playing round 13. Anthony Milford with a 47 against the Melbourne Storm. Flegler, 44. Uh, young fella that played the week before and got like 80-odd. Palacia, I think, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. A 39. We're hearing Alex Glenn is coming back, so he will more than likely lose his spot. Payne Hart with a 38. Very disappointing from Payne Haas. Albert Kelly... 33. He's been really solid since returning, I've thought, Albert Kelly. Not sure if he will hold that spot, but I think he's been looking good. Uh, Jermaine Osako, a number of people still holding Osako. Uh, 24 there, not really a game for him. Good game of footy. The Melbourne Storm, they're just so clinical at the moment. The way that they're playing and the way that they just show up week in, week out, regardless of who's filling in for their side is unbelievable. Uh, Friday afternoon footy kicked off at 6pm with the North Queensland Cowboys taking on the New Zealand Warriors. This is a game that I really enjoyed. Um... We saw the, the Cowboys come out to a big lead. Halftime, they led 22-6. Uh, I noticed the Warriors were at $6. I said to my mates, geez, this looks, this looks like a get-on here. Had a bit of money on that, and wow, they flew back into the contest, the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, off the back of Reese Walsh, he was unbelievable once again. Uh, and then they, we got to the back end. Chanel Harris-Tavita had an opportunity to win that game for his footy side, missed the field goal. We went down the other end, and Valentine's Holmes, he hit... One of the sweetest timed field goals I have ever seen. It was unbelievable. If you haven't seen it yet, go back and have a look at it. I can't believe how sweetly he hit this ball. It was incredible. Obviously, the last game for Jake Clifford, he had a really solid game for the North Queensland Cowboys there. He was quite emotional after the game. You will see him... Uh, going to the Newcastle Knights. He's already arrived there this week, so he could potentially line up there this weekend. I believe the Knights are playing. So keep an eye on that situation. Jake Clifford, he's come through there at the Cowboys. Uh, played a lot of footy in Queensland Cup there as well over the last few years. Uh, he's done really well for them. Now he moves on to Newcastle. Obviously, his last game the other night. Um, I thought both teams were good. The New Zealand Warriors, they could be anything if they can tighten up their defense. It's just like they're chasing 30 points every single week, and normally they're able to do it. They have been able to do it the last few weeks. I mean, they also did it in this game with Jazz Tavega missing part of the game. And I know it's a controversial one, that one. But, I mean, you just can't do it. It's as simple as that. And I think we need to protect our ball players and just our players in general from these late shots. So I actually push 
the referees to be making these sort of calls on Jazz when he makes these late hits. He's not the only one in the competition. A lot of guys doing it, but it is just so dangerous. I vote that we get it out of our game. A disappointing one for the North uh, for, for the New Zealand Warriors, but their defense has just got to tighten up. If if they could just be a team that doesn't concede more than twenty points on average every week, they probably win 70, 80% of their games. Yeah, they've got points in them all over. It's just their defense that needs to tighten up. Supercoach wise here, Val Holmes, a very popular little pod. He scored a hundred. The hammer knocked over seventy-one. Reese Robson, 68. Jake Clifford in his farewell game, 67 for the Cowboys. Tuolagi, been a really popular guy with a 63 this week as well. Scott Drinkwater, 62. Uh, Cohen Hess, 51. Uh, anyone else that's... No, no one else overly relevant there for the North Queensland Cowboys, super coach wise. Uh, for the Warriors, top scorer was Ewan Aitken with a 90-point uh, score there. Reese Walsh, 83. He's been sensational once again. Marcelo Montoya, 82. Wade Egan, 76. Been Big Ben Murdoch, Masilla with a 63. Nick Arima, 61. Roger Tuovasashek with a 60. Tohu Harris. Uh, we were talking to Natty last week about how, how unbelievable this guy is that he hasn't gone under 60 points at all this season. And, of course, this week knocks up a 58. Unfortunate there, but... If that's the lowest score you're going to get out of Tohu Harris, 58, that is simply unbelievable and incredible football there. Chanel Harris-Tavita, 34. Jazz Tavega obviously was sin-binned. He got a 29. So did Eli Katoa there as well. That seems to be all the guys that are super coach relevant in that game. The late game on Friday night saw the West Tigers taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, Dragons still missing a couple of troops here. Uh, the West Tigers, they brought back James Roberts out on the right wing. He linked up. Uh, with Adam Dwayne out there. I thought their, their combination was sensational. Another guy, James Roberts, scored the first and the last try for his team for the West Tigers. Uh, once again, a solid performance by the Tigers. They obviously lost this week. They got up this week. It's that consistency they've got to find. And look, the Dragons, far from impressive, to be honest with you. So I'm not really sure how much I read into this game as far as the West Tigers go. They obviously played this week. I can't remember who they play, who their draw is. But they play this week. But whoever they play, I assume... Uh, they will be missing a number of troops. I think it is actually the Penrith Panthers, but I'd have to double-check that. If they are playing the Penrith Panthers this week, timing is unreal. Obviously missing half their team, missing a heap of rep players, so sensational for them. Once again, I thought Dane Laurie was unreal. The season he's having is unbelievable. Uh, Tommy Talao, I thought he was really strong as well. Alex Twole, strong through the middle. Luciano Lelua, he's playing the best footy I've seen him play in a long time at the moment. Uh, Joe Offahengawi, obviously, he's been named for Origin this week. So hopefully you get Sean, get to see Sean Bloor have an opportunity to play 13 and play some big minutes. And if you are someone that's held on to him in Supercoach the last few weeks, big, big positive for you there. For the Dragons, um, not much to touch on, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I thought, once again, their best player uh, was probably the hooker, Andrew McCulloch. He's just Mr. Consistent up there. I thought he was really, really strong in this game. Uh, the guy that I've liked for a long time, Jackson Ford, playing through the middle. I thought he was great as well. Made like 40-odd tackles, 46 tackles. Very impressive from him. Andrew McCulloch with 47 as well. Uh, this team, obviously, we saw Jack DeBellin uh, come back in reserve grade over the weekend. I'm sure he's a guy that they'll be trying to get in there over the next few weeks. Uh, yeah, uh, just going through a bit of a rough patch at the moment, the Dragons. I I mean, there are a couple of guys missing in Matt, Matt Dufty and whatnot, but I still think they should be playing better than what they're showing at the moment. Uh, but these two teams, I find it so hard to get a read on them. I've got no idea what's doing there. I, th- I thought Corey Norman was good the other night. Thought he had a solid game, as did Ben Hunt, but 
I just can't get a read on this side, and I just can't trust them. Uh, Supercoach Wires, the West Tigers. Dane Laurie, 117 for people that held him sensational. I know a lot of people sold him a few weeks ago. Makes no sense to me with round 13 coming. But Dane Laurie, 117, a good little bounce back over a quiet few weeks. Tommy Talao, 96. Adam Dwayhe owners got an 83, which was sensational. James Roberts, 82. Luciano Leilua, if you're an owner of him like I am, 75. Very, very... Happy with that score. David Nofaluma got a 65. I believe there was an intercept that he took in this game that uh, he didn't get the stats for, and then that was updated after lockout today. So if you are in a draft comp and Nofaluma was involved and you're in a really tight contest, go and have a look at that because I believe Nof has gained some extra points. Alex Seafarth, I believe he scored his first NRL try and knocked up a 61. Luke Brooks, a 57. Luke Garner, 56. Alex Twoll, a guy that a few people brought in, including myself, to Classic Sides with a 52 there. Moses Mbai doing really well. 49 points there. He scored a, a number of points over the last few weeks since playing 5-8. Sean Bloor, another guy that a lot of people would have had on their bench with a 20 Obviously, with Overhang Gowie playing Origin or in the Origin squad, um, I, I believe he's in the Origin squad, we've got Sean Bloor who could play 13. Hopefully, it means Big Stefano can come back into this side and give a lot of people an extra number heading into round 13. For the Dragons, Supercoach-wise, Corey Norman topped with 107, a Centurion there. Ben Hunt, 83. Jackson Ford, 67. Incredibly impressive there. Tariq Sims, who's been given a recall for the State of Origin side the other day, 66. Gerard Beale in his first game back, 60 points. Andrew McCulloch, 57 all base. Blake Laurie, a disappointing 44. Uh, you sort of want to hope for that 55 sort of range for Blake Laurie. So he's 44, a little bit disappointing. Jack Bird, another guy that a lot of people have in the centres, including myself, a 40-point score. Disappointing considering their run. Cody Ramsey, another guy that a lot of people have brought in. I know the Whisperer was very keen on him. Another disappointing 30 points there. Super Saturday kicked off with the Penrith Panthers taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs, a game that I didn't get to see live. I've watched most of it back on a KO short there. And look, uh, I, I know pe- people are tipping Penrith to win by 50-odd points here, and it's sort of what I was expecting, but I think it's just the reality of this competition. I mean, still winning 30-4, to four, it's still a pretty huge win. It's still a pretty good drumming. Uh, I've had a lot of people messaging me say, oh, they didn't really put Canterbury away. Like, please, 26-point victory, still a great knock. Uh, you know, you can't be at your absolute peak each and every week and putting on on 50 and 60 points every week. Canterbury, you know, they're a tough, resilient side. People want to bag them, give them shit, but they are a resilient little outfit. They just don't have guys that are able to ice the moments or finish their sets properly, and that is just so massive in the modern game. Obviously, the halves at the moment, they're seriously lacking over there. Kyle Flanagan's not there. you got uh, our good mate Wakeham, who's gone in. I think he's done a really good job, all things considered. you got Jake Avrillo playing halfback, and with all due respect to Jake Avrillo, you all know how much I like him. Like, he's definitely not a seven. I mean, especially when you look across the park on the other side of the field. Uh, you know, you've obviously got Nathan Cleary, uh, you've got Jerome Luai, you've got Matty Burton, you've got Tyrone May. I mean, their fourth and fifth choice halfback would probably walk into the Canterbury side and be their first choice halfback. So not a great time for Canterbury, but resilient as all hell. Josh Jackson return. I thought he was really good in his return game. Luke Thompson is still unreal. Dallin Watanis Lesniak, there's been rumors of him going to the West Tigers. Uh, we've seen him come out on his Instagram today and just absolutely rubbish those. And you know, he's not in that top, top tier fullbacks. He's not in your probably your top 10 most skillful fullbacks, but fuck me, he is tough. He sort of sums up what Canterbury are. They don't have that all-star talent, but they're tough as nails. They return the ball. They're just struggling to hang in the contest here. And I mean, a two minutes before half time. It was only 6-0, or sorry, 4-0 to the Penrith Panthers, yeah. Um, so they, they were hanging in the contest. Dallin had a bit of a brain explosion just before halftime that saw Spencer Lenu score his first try. Even after that, I mean, 
what that made it 12 nil or 10 nil or whatever it was it was you know it was 20 to 4 in the second half which isn't a good result but all things considered what we were expecting from the Penrith Panthers I thought Canterbury did really well to hang in this contest to be honest with you um you know I don't think they're ever going to win this game obviously 21 dollar favorites so only win 30 to 4 and for it to be four all uh, sorry, 4-0 with like two minutes to go in the first half. I thought that was a really good knock by Canterbury, but you want to be winning games, not doing well. Uh, for the Penrith Panthers, top scorer, Charlie Staines, 94. Momorowski, 89. Crichton, 86. Abby Curacao, 70. James Sijahara, 68. Matty Burton, 66. Brian Toto, 57. Nathan Cleary went from 80 to 54. That hurt a lot of people, including myself, especially when Turbo went quiet. I thought, beautiful, I'll gain a bit of an advantage here. And Nathan Cleary dropped down 26-odd points or something really stung. Liam Martin with a 45, Isaiah Yo with a 42. Viliami Kikau, pretty quiet for him, 37. Jerome Luai, probably the one that hurt people the most, with a 21 there. For the Canary Bulldogs, uh, Scoop, he played his second or third game of first grade with a 60, scored a try at the back end there. Luke Thompson, 58, essentially all base. Jocks Jackson, 53, essentially all base. Will Hoppawade, 51. Avarillo with a 49. As I said, didn't get to watch this game too closely. So, uh, but I, he like he obviously didn't didn't lay on any tries or anything. So for Jake Avrilla to get a forty nine, I thought that was a really good knock. Didn't kick any goals either. So very impressive there. Um, sort of sums them up. Dallum attending Zelezniak with a twenty nine, just all in base essentially. That's pretty much the worst score you get out of Dallum. So not a bad knock there, but. Not much more to go into this game, to be perfectly honest with you. And if there was, I probably wasn't the person to talk to about it anyway. Uh, the game after that, I thought this was a really good game. South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Parramatta Eels. Uh, the Rabbitohs, geez, they burst out of the boxes, didn't they? Damian Cook scored in the first minute off a scrum. Uh, try that you do not see very often. And this is the worry with the Parramatta Eels, that uh, when the big teams arrive, they do tend to struggle. It's normally at the back end of the season. I will say this, though. Indigenous round, it is a shocking week to come up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It means so much to them. I mean, you only have to look at this score sheet. Alex Johnson, Alex Johnson, Dane Gagai, Dane Gagai, Alex Johnson, Dane Gagai. That left edge of all the Indigenous players we're talking, Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Dane Gagai, Alex Johnson, they were on fire. I mean, the winger in the centre in that side, AJ and Dane Gagai, as I said, both scored hat-tricks. So uh, an incredible performance from that left edge. Cody Walker just played his role. He's not scoring the giant super coach points that we want to see, but he's just playing so well. His timing is unreal at the moment. And Latrell Mitchell, the touch that he has at the moment, is incredible. I cannot wait to see him in the Origin Arena this week. I think he's really going to go to a new level, and we're going to see that Latrell Mitchell that we knew at the Roosters, that absolute superstar left center. I think he's going to have a huge Origin series. He's my smoky for player of the series there. I think he's going to go massive. For the Eels, uh, I mean... You know, you can see two tries in the first eight minutes or so against a good side. It's always going to be tough. Ended up losing this one by 18 points. I mean, they scored two tries in the last 10 minutes. For me, it really was a drumming from South Sydney. Uh, they probably left a couple of points out there as well, the Rabbitohs. Uh, very disappointing from the Parramatta Eels. As I said, though, good God, it is a shocking week to play the South Sydney Rabbitohs in Indigenous round. around. We know how much it means to them. And not to say that there aren't proud Indigenous men in the Parramatta side, but I don't know. South Sydney, the Indigenous culture, there's just something different about Supercoach-wise, the Hattricks heroes, Alex Johnson with 154, Dane Gagai with 149, Damien Cook with the first media of the night, 105, Cody Walker with an 83, uh, Latrell Mitchell, 73, Kuhlman Tungy, 68, Tom Burgess with a 50, Jai Arrow with a 48, Reynolds with a 48, Campbell Graham with a 45, 
Tane Milne with a 42 there. Very impressive. Cam Murray with a 37 there as well. For the Parramatta Eels, Fergo top score with 69. Sevo scored a try for 67. Gutho with a 67. Isaiah Papali'i with a Sinbin. Uh, and a try, 62 points. Reed Marnie with a 56. Mitch Moses with a 49. Jacob Arthur also with a 49. Junior Paulo, 47. Nathan Brown, 45. And Ryan Madison, who also copped a sin bin there with 42 points. Uh, so Maddo and Isaiah Papali'i there, 20 points split them. Uh, Papali also scored a try as well. So when you take out those simbinning, those guys, they're probably looking for a 55, 60-point score on a regular week. So happy to have those two guys. Uh, Wonga Blake with a 38, a guy that's copped a lot of shit over the last few weeks. Interesting to see how it plays out for him. The late game on Sunday night, which a lot of you missed out on because of the issues with KO and whatnot, was the Sydney Roosters and the Canberra Raiders. Uh, very interesting game. Obviously, listening to Ricky Stewart talk before this, uh, it was icy. Good God, it was icy. Um... And even like when he was talking to Cooper Cronk, very icy. He was talking to Yvonne, very icy. And then jumped on Michael Ennis. And I thought, oh, he might lighten up a little bit here. He didn't change at all. Then Mal Meninga jumped on. Didn't change at all. So you can tell the pressure that he's under there. Look, the game started pretty well. I, I thought they, they opened unbelievably, Cam- the Canberra Raiders. But this is what they do. They led 10-0 after 25 minutes. Sawali scored the first try of his career off a kick there, and then things just started to go against them. Joey Manu started to get into this game. He is just an absolute freak. I posted on my Instagram the other night. I don't know if he can remain at centre. I think he's too talented to keep playing centre in the NRL. He just offers too much. I don't know where you play him. I don't know if it's 5-8. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. I, I, I don't know where you play him or if you just give him a license, I don't know, but we need to see more of Joey Manu because some of the stuff he's able to do is like no one else in our competition. He's an absolute freak, Joey Manu. I think sometimes we forget just how good this guy is because the Roosters, they tend to be pretty left-side dominant. They have been over the last few years. But whenever he moves into fullback or 5'8", it's weird. He doesn't play like a consistent, unbelievable 80 minutes, but he'll just have these little bursts or these individual plays that you just go, how on earth is anyone able to do that? You know, he's just one of those freakish footballers. Absolutely love watching this guy go about his business. He is just so entertaining. He's like no one else in our competition. Adam Kieran, he's another one to talk about. He played big minutes at hookers. You could see a change there. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. I think this guy's going to have a big impact on this team. It was just a matter of when. You saw Marsky, he only played 27 minutes, uh, whereas our mate Adam Kieran, he played 60 minutes there, so very impressive. Uh, you saw the debut of Egan Butcher. Very exciting. A kid that I think's got a huge future. I've been talking about this kid for a minute to all of you guys. Obviously, he made his debut next to Nat, which was sensational, especially in a win. Great to see. Thought Takiyaho and Jared Rhea Hargraves as well. They were massive. Same as Isaac Lou. He obviously got, got injured during the game, but it meant that Takiyaho and Rhea Hargraves, they had to go to a new level. I thought they were great. Um, I'll talk about Joseph Suwali later in the week, but once again, I can see it. Yeah, I can see this kid's going to be a gun. It, it's his balance, and it's the way he moves. And that might sound silly, but when you see these young guys that come into first grade, and it's the first thing you notice, is the first thing I see with Suwali, the way that he handles himself, the way that he balances himself up, the way that he 
just makes split-second decisions where he doesn't overthink the situation. He's in the moment, and he handles it perfectly. I'm very excited for this career. He's been... He had a sensational game the other night. People are saying, oh, he hasn't done anything, blah, blah, blah. Look, he's 17 years old playing in first grade. I mean, if you want to try and bring down this kid for not going and doing unbelievable things in his first two games, then that's on you. That's... You, you need to be more self-aware than that. That, that. That's your problem. This kid has been incredibly impressive to kick off his career. He's been unreal. Really looking forward to the future with him. Also, super coach wise he's going to be an absolute gun. He had 15 touches the other night. I'd be thinking in the future he'll be getting more touches than that, especially if they move him in closer to the ball eventually. Could be at fullback or whatever. But very excited for the future this kid has. James Tedesco top scored in that game with 105. Tupanua, 95. Joey Manu, 82. Jared Rea Hargrave, 74. Suwali with a 74 as well. Josh Morris, 72. Daniel Tubu, 65. Lockie Lamb with a 63. Takiaho with a 53. Fletcher Baker, 52. Adam Kieran with a 42 there. Uh, anyone else? Matt Ikevalu, a number of people have brought him in over the last few weeks. He is on. He got 23 points on the weekend. Uh, for the Canberra Raiders, top point scorer, supercoach-wise, Hadawira Naira with a 90, Josh Hodgson with a 79, Horsburgh with a 76, Whitehead with a 60, uh, Ryan James with a 47, Curtis Scott, 40. Jack Whiten, a disappointing 33 there. Sam Williams came in with a 31. Aitkins with a 32 there. Uh, Emre Gula, if you've been talking about him, 32 points there as well. Uh, big news out of this one, Corey Horsburgh has been injured. That one's going to be a massive hit for the Canberra Raiders. They are seriously going to miss him over the next few weeks. Another guy that I think potentially Origin has robbed him of another State of Origin jersey there. Very disappointing for him. Hopefully we get to see him debut. Hopefully next year. I think he could be out for this whole series at the moment. Tom Starling and Josh Hodgson still trying to sort this thing out. I don't know how you work it out. I've got no idea. But the era post-George Williams, it has not kicked off very well. They led 10-0, I think for the second week in a row, and they lost again 13-plus. And in this game, they ended up losing by 30. So very disappointing for the Canberra Raiders there. Ricky Stewart, he must be pulling the little hair he's got left out, the poor bastard. Very, very tough conditions for the Sydney uh, for the Canberra Raiders at the moment. I'm not sure how they turn it around. I have people messaging me all the time, how do they turn around? I've got no idea, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, the Sunday afternoon footy, we saw the Cronulla Sharks and the Gold Coast Titans. I thought the Titans were absolute specials here. And the Cronulla Sharks have put a number on them. 38 points to me. This was close to unprecedented. I didn't think there was any hope of this. Uh, Mulatalo returned in this game, had an absolute cracker. Three line breaks, scored a couple of tries himself. Jesse Raymond was really strong again, scoring a try there. I thought Sean Johnson was really good to see him back. He looks back to his sort of confident self. I wasn't overly convinced with him the other day when I first saw him, uh, but a line break assist and a try assist there. Will Kennedy, once again, he was fantastic. Three line break assists and two try assists. He was looking sensational. Jesse Ramian was probably the standout for me. Uh, 13 tackle breaks, yeah? Two line breaks, a line break assist, a try. He was just everywhere, Jesse Ramian. A guy to watch over the next few weeks. Hopefully we can see him finally reach his full potential. A guy that came off the bench for them who's got a big future is Franklin Pele. Only played 16 minutes. He's been doing some unbelievable things in New South Wales Cup over the last few months. So one to keep an eye on there. I believe in preseason they essentially had to say to him, hey, can you just take it easy? Because he was just doing too much work in the gym. He was getting too big for his own body. So a big future there for Franklin Pele. 
Supercoach wise here, Jesse Ramian top scored for the Cronulla Sharks, 124. Mulatalo, 97. Matty Moylan, 89. Very impressive from Moiser there. Jack Williams, 75. Blake Braley, 74. Sean Johnson, 71. Connor Tracy, another 70. Man, this guy, he's got to be respected sooner or later, doesn't he? Incredible. Will Kennedy, 54. Wade Graham, 47. Toby Rudolph, the man that re-signed the other day, 45. Tolman, 36. Uh, Sifatalakai returned off the bench, 24 points. Uh, hopefully, we can see him get some some more minutes over the next few weeks. I would love to see him starting in the back row somewhere. For the Titans, Mo Fodawaker top scored 84. David Fafita, for those that held him like myself, a solid 82. I was probably hoping for a try in this game to push him over the 100 mark, but we'll take 82. Kevin Proctor, 77. Uh, Patrick Herbert, 63. Big Tino, 47. Mitch Rain, 45. Philip Sammy, 37. Brian Kelly, a disappointing 36, considering he scored in the third minute. I mean, if Brian Kelly scores in the third minute, you can almost cash him in for a 60-70 point game. Only got 36 here. Scored off a kick, obviously. A little bit disappointing there. Tana Boyd, 34. Jamal Fogarty with a 31. AJ Brimson with an extremely disappointing eight points there for anyone that's gone a bit pob with AJ Brimson or anyone that has him in their draft teams. I'm sure there would have been a few people putting the captaincy on him and that would have been extremely disappointing for them. Now, the last game saw the Newcastle Knights take on the Manly Seagulls. Once again, a game that I had no idea it was going to play out this way. I had the Manly Seagulls winning this one and the Newcastle Knights delivered a huge upset. Bit of a weird game. I mean, Tom Tarovic, just very quiet. You were sort of... Well, I know myself anyway. I just sat there the whole game just waiting for Turbo to have that moment where he explodes, and it just never seemed to come. It was a bit of a weird game there. Uh, but Manly Seagulls, I mean, lost by eight points. Probably their most disappointing game in a few weeks. Obviously had two sin bins in each half. They had Sean Kepi go in the 32nd minute, Martin Zapow in the 58th minute. So... 10 minutes before halftime, and of course, the Newcastle Knights, they scored two tries in that 10 minutes leading into halftime. They had Toa and Suwaso Su that both crashed over. Uh, they, they knocked over both of those goals, so 12 of their 18 points came in the 10 minutes that Sean Kepe was off the field just leading into halftime. The worst possible time, in my opinion, uh, to be losing players off the field. Marty Tapao went later in the game. I thought they did really well to hang in the contest during that period. Uh, but the Newcastle Knights, they just did enough. I wouldn't say it was impressive. There was another simbinning David Clemmer in the 79th minute, but the game was well and truly over by then. I wouldn't say the Knights were overly impressive, to be honest with you. I thought Manly were pretty poor, so I'm not sure if the Newcastle Knights have really turned a corner or anything like that. They obviously played this week. I can't remember who they play, but they're going to be missing KP still. Uh, they're going to be missing Daniel Saifidi as well, so interesting to see how it plays out for them. Tyson Brazil also injured, so the growing list of troops that are missing for the Knights, it just keeps on growing. Very disappointing for them. Jake Clifford's going to walk in this week. I'm not sure if he's going to be enough to turn this ship around, though, just yet. They need KP, Frizzell, Mitchell Pierce. They need all these guys on the field to turn this around for me. Indigenous round, it was sensational. The jerseys, the stories, the moments, it was unbelievable. The NRL... You can give them a lot of shit for whatever you want, but they nailed this each and every year. Sensational to see. A fantastic round of footy. Uh, the Queensland Origin team was named today. I'm going to give my live review tomorrow morning. So stay tuned for that on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.